Welcome back to another episode of Give Em Growth. It is still freaking hard to say that. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I wish it wasn't, but it's still hard to say that. Maybe by next season, I'll have it figured out, but we are still struggling with the new name. However, I've been on the struggle bus all day today from my car. I had a flat tire this week, which... I honestly think it manifested in the best possible way for me. Like it forced me to do things that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And number one of that is walking to work, something that I've wanted to do forever. Everyone keeps hating on me saying that Austin is not a walkable city, but I am here proving them wrong one step at a time, baby. One step at a time. I walked to work this week. I walked to my wax appointment. I walked to the coffee shop. I am walking all over town. And I will say like I probably should be a little bit more safe about like having pepper spray. But then I heard a story from a girl where she pepper sprayed a homeless guy and he's like, you think that's going to work on me? And I'm like, so do I need pepper? Is pepper spray going to help? Or is like, can I outrun this motherfucker? Like, I don't know. I don't know who's attacking me. I'm not trying to manifest that. But yeah, so I've just been walking my little booty everywhere. And now that my car is officially in the shop or whatever, because they're, I think I'm getting a new tire or something. I don't even know how I managed to like break my tire. Um, It actually started when I went to spin class one morning, but now I'm at, at a dilemma where I don't have my car. So I don't know how I'm supposed to get to 6 a.m. Beyonce. And then I kind of want to do 7 a.m. Wake and Drake featuring Nicki Minaj. So I... I don't know how I'm going to get to these places, but I will get there. I'm either walking or I am getting a little scooter. I don't know. Or maybe I'm Ubering because it'll be 5 a.m. I don't know, but I'm going to figure this one out, guys. I'm I'm determined. I will not miss SoulCycle because of my car. I can do it. I believe. Maybe you can take buses at 5 a.m. I don't know. I like really, I think it's so funny because like, I feel like when you have a car, it's just like most of it is super reliable and you just get in it, you drive, you go wherever you want to go. But when it stops working, you're kind of like SOL. I don't know why I decided to use an acronym for, for that, even though I've been cussing up a storm, but I, I really like enjoyed the the need to plan out my day more. Like when I had my car and I recently got moved this week to a clinic that's a five minute drive from my house, which we love that. I love the neighborhood it's in. I feel so happy going to work and working there and my patients there, we're, we're sidetracking here, but my patients there are like, I don't know if it's like they're a manifestation of something that I've I've wanted, but it's just really cool to be around like super, uh, like I wouldn't say super powerful people, but people who 
just look at life in a different way. Like I had a conversation with a mom about how Mercury retrograde really messed up her Pisces moon child. And I was like, girl, I am a Pisces moon. Like I, I was feeling it. And she was like telling me a story about how her two-year-old son was so emotional. And he was like, mom, I don't want to be sad anymore. And she was like, I'm sorry, I can't help, but it will pass. And then after it was over, he was super happy. And it was like, same. I'm on the vibe of a two-year-old. I am emotionally sensitive. And so is that two-year-old. God bless that child. Because, oh my gosh, it hurt to go through Mercury retrograde. I'm still hurting. And that full moon eclipse, like whatever the fuck it fucked us up with, it hurt. And it's just so fun to like have those conversations with people and be on the same wavelength and the same vibe. And I feel like this community of patients, I still love, respect, and just like vibed hard with my other patients. Like I miss them. But this new set, I just feel like is um, on the same holistic spiritual wavelength. And I think it's a further symbol to me that I'm meant to be in this community. I want to put this out there on the podcast because then I'll be held to it and it won't just be a fleeting thought in my brain. But I've been really wanting to volunteer and make a difference in some way. And one of the overwhelming things in Austin is the homeless population. And I do not think that my impact alone can like solve any problems, but I want to see more positivity in the scenario and be a part of positive action instead of being a part of like complaining and like being upset about the issue. Cause it's, it's a big issue here. Like we were just randomly at a store and you just see people sleeping on the side of the road and like sleeping on benches here and there. And it, it just like, for me, it's just so sad, but I don't have any action steps for it to let it not be just like a sad fleeting thought. But I was talking to this guy who I was treating and he was so happy and had such good energy. And we just started shooting the shit and he was talking about how he has his own like soup kitchen with his wife and they've been doing it for like the past 12 years and it's right in this community. And he's like, I just love serving. I love being a part of bringing joy and happiness to others. Like that's where I get the most fulfillment. And this man was the happiest motherfucker I've ever seen. And I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be a part of that. And he, without me even saying that, he's like, you know what? Here's the card. Get my information and send an email and let's set you up and let's have you come down and help out. And I was like, frick yeah, like I need to do this. So I am saying this on this podcast because I want to be a person of action. I want to be someone who I just did a dream board last night and we talked about being the people that we want to be and making actionable steps. So 
one of my actionable steps because I would like to have philanthropy a part of my life. My actionable step this week is I'm going to send out an email and I'm going to try and make the connection so I can go in and volunteer and help out because I feel that is something that I am called to do and I would really like to incorporate that into my life and incorporate giving back into my daily action. I would just like to not continue to be a part of the problem. I would like to be a part of the solution. And I think volunteering and getting involved in the community in whatever way is right for you is a positive way to contribute to your life and to others. So that is what energy I loved about my first week at work. Like I was so just happy to be there. And honestly, I will say I'm going into my ovulation phase, which is like the happiest time of my life. And it does help that that was that part of the stage. And I know there'll be hard times, but I'm just really grateful to be in the position where one, with my car trouble, I didn't even have to fret. I didn't have to worry. I was like, I literally, when my car had issues, I literally woke up without an alarm, which I don't even know what I was smoking that morning that I could get up without an alarm, have time to do everything that I needed to do and walk to work. Like I didn't, I don't know that morning. I like really didn't sweat the small stuff. I was like, okay, I have enough time to do X, Y, and Z. Now I'm going to get my stuff together and walk to work. I was like, I don't have food for lunch. I don't care. You know what? I'm going to get lunch out because there's a sweet green right next to my work and I am obsessed with sweet green. It's so good. It's so good for you. I can have a sweet green salad. So I literally like went to work, sat outside, ate sweet green, walked around a little park and then went back to do the second half of my shift. I walked home and then I walked to the grocery store that's conveniently located a block or two, probably more than a block or two. Like I always say I'm really bad at over or underestimating distances when I talk to people. I'm, I'm like, oh, it's just like around the corner. It's like a 20-minute walk and, you know. But to me, 20-minute walks like around the corner. Like don't people like to take time doing things anymore? Like I like a nice slow walk. If it was actually like a five-minute walk, what are you going to listen to? What are you going to get into on that time? What are you going to think about if it's only five minutes? And it's actually really funny because like now that I've started working – there and walking to work, this is the earliest I've gotten to work. Like before I was like showing up at 8.57 when I start at nine because I could drive. And I was like, oh, I have time. I have time. I have time. But when you walk, you know, you don't have time. You have to be on time. So I'm early. I overestimate how long it's going to take me. And I take my sweet time And now I don't have to go on an extra walk in the morning. My walk to work is my walk. And then my walk home is my walk home. And with it being summer, like, can you even? Like, the sun is shining. It is beautiful. And if it rains, I'll call a fucking Uber. Like, you know, 
who cares? And I mean, hopefully soon I, I will have my car back. So if it does rain, I do have the option of driving, but I am perfectly content with letting my car sit in the parking garage. Perfectly content with it. I'm here for it. I'm about it. We love a walking girl, a working, walking woman. Love. This week's just been fucking fire. And also, let's another weekend update. Like I'm doing Saturday Night Live, not really. But um, this weekend, my friends, like, okay, so this weekend was like the ultimate manifestation weekend. The, it was a Taurus full moon or new moon, excuse me, Taurus new moon. So the energy was potent for creating the life that you want to see for yourself. So I really focused on Friday and Saturday doing a lot of manifestation and living the life that I would want to live. And um, that for me is really embracing ease. It's embracing like giving myself all that I want. So I like treated myself. I splurged a little and I made sure that I felt highly favored and valued by myself. Because if you want that energy from others, you have to first embody it yourself. So I was doing all my little things that I wanted to. And one of my friends invited me to go to this random competition at this bar downtown. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll go. It didn't quite seem like something I would normally go to, but like I was down because you never knew who's going to be there, who you might meet, like what interactions you could have. So I was like, yeah, like I'm down to try something new. I wouldn't normally go to something like this, but let's do it. So I ended up going and then we got an invitation to go to a club down the street and like literally walking distance and not far down the street. Like a it was a five minute walk maybe. And (laughs) we got invited to go to this like daytime section at this club that was like totally empty, but we had such a good group of people. We were having so much fun and they had won this experience in an Instagram competition. Like seriously the best thing ever so we had bottles we had shot skis we had the best fucking time and it was just so fun because I feel like when you're not spending any money you're like very much like let's go like the vibes are high like I just want to have a good time so I definitely feel like I channeled my younger years of, cause we were doing tequila and tequila brings out the college in me. I just like, I was honestly, I don't know. In college, I was a little crazy with the tequila and would do, I would get a bottle of Casamigos and mark shots on my hand and those numbers would get high. I would do a shot and then water and you could not convince me that I was not sober. Like, and I know that sounds crazy because there's a picture of me and I'm probably like six shots deep or like four shots deep in the picture. And if you asked me at that point in time, I 100% know I would say I was sober because I literally, so 
I didn't experiment with myself because I was a science major, intelligent, of course. We have to do experiments. And in my experiment, I found that the sugar content is what really gave me the feeling of being way too drunk or a little bit out of control or the feeling that I might black out. It was always the sugar. The alcohol, if you had good quality alcohol, the alcohol never made me feel too drunk. It was the mixing of like how I did tequila and pineapple together, like probably not my best bet, but I'm not savage enough to pound that many. Like I don't have the desire to pound that many straight tequila shots anymore. Um, I don't, I'm glad I don't. I think, I think that was a time to be alive, but now is not the time. I'm an adult that does tequila and pineapple because I can't muster a full shot. Okay. But I can still take it like a champ. Like some people can't take shots anymore. I can still take it like a champ, just not very many. Okay. But yeah, so we just like had the best time and it was so cool because it was just, I don't know, like it wasn't like a manifestation of anything, but I just love being around good people and having really positive experiences and being able to go out with friends who you can just feel free being yourself and having a good time and everyone's vibes are high and there's a lot of positivity. Like that is what I'm here for. I think I used to go out sometimes with people who brought a lot of drama to the situation and being able to be around people who just want to be there and have a good time and everyone's just loving and positive. It's just, it's a fun place to be. And I'm just like so grateful that I'm here and living in Austin, Texas and living this very cool, fun life. This week's episode, I really wanted to focus on a very fun thing that I did, and I think it's the end of an era for me. I officially closed the chapter on my blonde self, and what's really funny is people have been talking about that like right now we're closing chapters in astrology that started in like 2020, 2021, and literally I started my blonde journey in 2020. Like I was still kind of brownish in 2020, but 2021 was really when I like hyped up the blonde and, you know, just, just vibed it out. I really, I think me being blonde is a different energy. I've had blonde hair or People don't like to call it blonde, but let me tell you, if I'm bleaching the strands of my hair, I will call it blonde, okay? Like, I was going for something, and if it was only in my head, I don't care, but I was blonde in at the end of college. I was blonde. I even was pink for a little bit, which was very fun. That was very feral energy, very hot girl, hot girl summer that year. Yes. And then I did, I went back to Brown for the beginning of chiropractic school because I was like, oh, like, I don't know who's going to do my hair. So I might as well just go back. And then I wanted to go back to blonde again. I feel like blonde energy for me is just channeling like 
an alter ego or like I like to call my drunk alter ego Tyra because I think when I'm intoxicated, I or when I used to be intoxicated, I used to just mm, 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 strut around town. Like I would walk across. We had this road in Daytona Beach, which if you've been out in Daytona Beach, sorry, but um, there was this road that like the bars were on. And I used to like walk across like I was in the movie, Something's Gotta Give, which these references may not be hitting with anyone right now. And that is so okay with me because the right people will pick this up and be like, yes, gold. But at the beginning of the movie of Something's Gotta Give, Jack Nicholson is like describing like these hot girls, like models, like walking across the street. And it's very like a New York City moment and like just like the wind is blowing, the lights, the hair, whatever. Like sometimes I think in my brain like I'm living in like a movie or a music video. And when I am drunk, it intensifies to the next level. And – or it used to a lot more. (laughs) I don't know if it does anymore now. I think that's just like my daily life. I like to think I'm living in a delusional la-la land of happiness, joy, and positivity because we all should be, but either way, I channeled more of that model energy when I would walk across the the street. And we love Daytona Beach, but Daytona Beach is not New York City. It is not it is not anything. It is very very sad there. Very very fun, very sad. And just just a time to be alive. I would say you had to be there. You really had to be there. But anyway, my blonde energy, it just brings something out of me. I feel like I like Beyonce's blonde, like Beyonce's that kind of color blonde. I think I like want to be Beyonce. I want to channel that bad bitch energy. And it's almost like I'm putting on like a facade, I feel, because obviously it's not my natural hair color. Obviously, it doesn't represent my natural energy and but i want to like i want to embody it so i think the blonde is always like something i like to come back to because i just feel more fun when i'm blonde and i also sometimes think you can see my curls better when they're lighter so i don't know there's something about that too but I just I like it. I think it's fun and I like to do stuff with my hair. So blonde is doing something. I don't just like to get a haircut. I want to like be in the chair for like 4 hours and like have girl combo with my hairstylist and that involves going blonde baby. So we did that. We vibed with that, but going forward, I feel like I've been transitioning back into what might feel a little more natural to me. And personally, that is going back to my natural hair color. I've been planning this for like probably the last few weeks. Like, I don't know. I just got a bug probably at the end of April. And I was like, maybe I want to dye my hair back. Like maybe I'm done with the blonde. I, I don't know why I was like, had this sudden inkling that I was done, but I just 
felt very done. And then I started to look at old photos of myself with my brown hair. And I was like, that looks good. Like, why didn't I like, why wasn't I vibing with that? Like, that looks good. That's the energy I want to bring back. And I think it's really goes along with what I'm trying to embody going forward. I think going back to my natural hair color is almost reclaiming myself. And I kind of want to enter into a new era going forward. And that involves me being the very best version of myself. And I think in order to be the very best version of myself, I want to embrace every part of myself. And I've been a very big, like, I don't want to change anything about my body. I don't want to do anything. I want things to be natural. I want to find a really deep level of self-acceptance with myself because I think as a woman in our current society, it's so easy to not be okay with yourself. Like that's the more common thing in life is not being okay with what you see in the mirror not being okay with your body fluctuating, not being okay with your eyelashes, your eyebrow. Like literally there's a service for every single part of a woman's body that she can change. Think about what that does to the psyche. Like I know there's some men that listen to this podcast. So love that for you guys. Um, I love that you're able to hear this type of conversation because maybe this isn't something that you think about on a daily basis, but imagine the hardship of being someone in society and never feeling like what you have is good enough because there's always a way for you to enhance it or it's just not, there's never a feeling of being good enough because you don't have the accelerated version or the manufactured version. Your eyebrows don't always look perfect and aren't always laid the right way. Well, why don't you get them microbladed? Your eyelashes aren't curly enough. Why don't you have extensions? Your face is starting to wrinkle. Let's get you some Botox, babe. Like, you're feeling a little fat? Ozempic. I don't eat. And it's like, I appreciate everyone's individual journey with the stuff. I think it's totally fine and cool to indulge in those practices and do whatever is going to make you feel good about yourself. But I think the overwhelming message of it is what you have is not good enough when you can have the better version. And it, I know I have a personality where like once I start, I usually can't stop. Like if there's something, even like breaking it down to like when I have Oreos in the house, like I can't just sit there and have two Oreos and then be like, okay, cool. I'm done. Like if they're in my house, like I could eat like 20, like no cap. I could probably eat like 20 Oreos in one sitting and then I'd probably feel awful, but you know, I would just like, it's, I just like anything. Once I get that little hit of dopamine, it's the ADHD in me, babe. Like I just keep on going and that's why I need to like check myself a lot of times with that stuff. So 
that's why I check myself with the things that you can do with your body, like the lip injections and all that stuff. I don't even want to put myself in that scenario because I know once I start, I'll never stop and I'll never feel like what I have is actually I would, I would because the money, the money is another thing. It's very expensive to be a girl. Like Jesus Christ. It's like you got to spend a million dollars to just live. Can we even with the clothes, the hair, the makeup, the like it's so much. And I just think to bring it all back, I just think it's really important for me to embody my own identity and what I have to offer and love who I am and what I have and see the beauty in that because I like – No one has the exact same body as me. No one has the exact same whatever. But if I love myself, if I give myself that love, if I am focused on what I do have instead of what I don't, I can build on that for myself. So this week, I'd like to give everyone a little challenge. I really hope that together we can challenge the idea that negative things are what we should be receiving and embrace more positivity, embrace more hopeful ways of looking at things. This week I got my wax and I love to talk to, like I love the girl who does my waxes and I love the girl that does my hair. Like love, they are elite, beautiful, magical energy and I feel so grateful to have met them. And I was having a conversation with the girl who does my waxes and she had just been through a really awful breakup and she thought this person was her person, was her forever. She'd never been in such a beautiful relationship. She was so excited. And something happened with them and it resulted in him kind of pulling away and them breaking up. And it had literally happened the night before. So homegirl was like heartbroken, devastated, like didn't even know how she was like standing there right then. And we were talking about how in relationships or even in things in life, people are so much more willing to accept a negative outcome than embrace a positive one or hope for a positive one. And we were just kind of talking about how crazy that is because in life, I've said it all the time, I really do think you create your own reality. And the magic in the air this weekend for the Taurus new moon was a little bit delusional energy or Delulu girl. Be a Delulu lemon bitch. Manifest whatever you want. Think whatever positivity you want. And we were talking about how that is so important and how 
you can get sucked into the negativity of other people. Like there are so many fucking people on TikTok, which love hate relationship with TikTok, but there are so many people on TikTok that are like, if he doesn't do this or act like this, then get rid of him because he's never going to respect you. And he's never going to this and he's never going to that. And it gets exhausting to like scroll by these negative takes on things. And maybe I've just gone off the deep end on my TikTok. I'm sure some people are listening to like funny videos that are just pure entertainment and make them laugh. Mine's all like mysticism and like what's going on in the universe, which I like the what's going on in the universe. It's the negative takes on people's lives that I'm not here for or relationships that I'm not here for because I think it fuels a lot of negativity and I don't think situations are black and white and can be attributed to TikTok knowledge or TikTok information. Like people act how they act and people are who they are and people are physical representations of the things that they've been through in their lives and they act certain ways because of certain reasons that we may not ever understand. And I think the biggest key to everything is the ability to have an open line of communication and expressing what you want, expressing how you feel and giving another person grace and understanding that people do not act perfectly. We are imperfect humans living a soulful life or trying to tap into living a soulful life, or at least that's what I'm hoping for. And I think the amount of times we're so willing to take the negative outcome of something and accept it as the truth is really hard because relationships or anything in life is usually a two-way street. Things are coming at both ends. You're not understanding what's happening in someone else's mind because we can't physically do that. I have no fucking idea what anyone else is thinking or doing or feeling until I ask, until I hold conversation. And not everyone is going to be willing to hold conversation, but creating the space for others and creating the space to hear people for who they are, not who you want them to be and not who you've created in your mind or whatever story you've created in your mind. And I would like to believe that all people are good, all people are pure, and all people would love to want the best for everyone. And I would like to keep my rose-colored glasses on, my delusional Delulu-lemon vibes, and I would just like to live a life of pure happiness and joy. And I know that that does not always come with pure happiness and joy, but... I'd like to come back to it and I'd like to embrace that. And I think that's a lot of what my new hair is. It's me being so powerful in myself and embracing myself for who I am and what I want and not subscribing to society's standards of my life or what people would want for me or what is the status quo. And it's so funny that I keep bringing up Embody because I went on a retreat this past week as well, which it was the final thing I did before I dyed my hair. And 
or not the final thing I did, but it was one of the final things I did before I dyed my hair. I wanted to set my mentality. I wanted to release a lot. And I, I'm sorry, but if there's one thing about me, I will always cry about it. You have heard that from me. You will continue to hear that from me. I was a blubbering little baby last weekend. And the retreat was easily one of the most incredible things I've gone to. And I'm so excited because I'm going with them to Tulum in August. But I was, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go like, cause sometimes I get in my head about spending money. It's so weird. I'll spend money on the stupidest shit and it'll add up. Like you go out to freaking like, I don't really go here, but you go out to Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. You probably spend like 15, $20 sometimes. Maybe not. Maybe that's a bad analogy, (laughs) but I was like getting in my head about not wanting to spend the money. And then I thought about money is an energy and it is an exchange of things. And I really wanted to put my money into something that was going to give back to me. So I decided to do it. I splurged. I it's funny. I always like when I'm about to spend money, I'll sit up front with the receptionists and I'll be like, oh, should I do it? Should I do it? And they're always like, yes, girl, buy it. And I'm like, I did it. Yeah. So that's how I spend money. I ask for other people's approval and then I do it and then I'm happy. And let me tell you, that was the best experience. And it was three hours of just we did yoga, we did breath work, we did meditation, we did uh, a level one hypnosis. And apparently we're going to level five next time. And we were doing some crazy breath work. Like this breath work was, I don't know what happened. Like I said how I cry about it. Like this breath work took me from being like, in the zone. Like I was in my thoughts. I was just like working on saying my affirmations, trying to release things. And all of a sudden I'm like breathing out and we're doing this weird breath work where I don't even think I was like breathing in. We're just doing really fast exhales. And I swear to God, I was like pushing out trauma. Like I was like pushing out bad vibes, bad energy. It was so cool. And it made me really be like, dang, I need to get into breath work again because that experience was so beautiful and so like cathartic. Like I just felt a release and I, and it's so funny because I did not know that I was being recorded as I was like crying. I was like, I would like to know like how they knew to like be there at that exact moment. But I was just like tears, like flowing out of me and they were like moving around me, like getting the negative energy away. And I was like, oh, like you can't, that shit is pure. Like I was so ecstatic to be there. And the energy of the women that were there were top tier. 
like everyone was this beautiful bad bitch. Like I was just like, you guys all are like, like chef's kiss. Like energy was great. Like we were all just like vibing and like we all shared at the beginning why we were there. And I don't know. I'm just, I was so amazed by how like this one experience felt and how it shifted my mindset. I felt like my heart was so much open. I had had such a negative like mindset or not a negative mindset, but I'd had a what felt like almost like a dark cloud that I needed to like shed. And that's why I really do think getting my hair color changed I got it changed, I think, like two days after. I think doing that really just reframed my brain and reframed my thought process. I I needed a cleansing. I needed to shed this old person that I think has plagued me in different ways or this old mentality of who I am and what I'm representing and I feel like that's kind of coming to a head right now. I felt a physical shift. And I have not felt anything like that in so long. It's It was like a release. And then for me to dye my hair, like me and my hairstylist, we were like, She's like, what's wrong? Like, why are we, why are we switching it up? Like, what's going on? And I was like, nothing's going on. I just feel like I'm feeling a change within myself. So I feel like my exterior needs a change and a shift and a an energizing push forward. Cause I feel like I'm coming back to myself even more and bringing back the embodying com- concept. I really want to embody. Like I've been working so hard on repairing my my younger self, my inner child and bringing her out. And I think it's repairing the narrative that as I was, I wasn't good enough. Like I needed to change things about myself to be liked by others or change things about my body to be liked by others. Like I, you name the negative concepts surrounding myself, my body, my everything. I've had those thoughts and I've spent so much time working through them. And I feel like for me, the final push out of it is like reclaiming all that I am. And I think that's my hair too. Like, I don't know, like Native Americans have a very spiritual connection with their hair to the earth. And like they – a lot of them never cut their hair and never dye their hair. And like, obviously I've gone past that. I cannot live that way um, because I've already done those things. But I really do think going back to my natural color just feels like such a natural energy shift for me. And I like, I'm excited. I do feel I don't know. There's something about the new energy that's just like, it's good. It is fire. I am settling into, I feel like, who I am and what I want to bring forth for the next six months of the year because we are hitting the mid-year mark and 
it's coming up with a quickness. Okay. Like the next six months, I really want to be intentional about who I am, what I'm doing. And even to look at the growth in the last six months or even the growth in the last year, this time last year, I was a sad girl that was crying every day, which is what's new. I still cry every day. But like I was crying like sad, defeated, didn't know what to do. I didn't have a job at this time. I was feeling like I didn't have any self-worth because I'd moved so far away from my family, so far away from my friends. And I was alone and honestly thought I had this great opportunity. It turned into shit. And then I ended up having to kind of like pick myself up, start over and not carry my mistakes with me or things that I felt like I fucked up with. Like Brianna has been on the podcast. So if you've listened to her episode, she's been on the podcast twice. She's the only repeat guest besides myself. If you count me a guest, not really. I'm not a guest at all. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that, but Brianna's the only repeat guest that we've ever had. And her episode, we kind of get into it a little bit, but you guys don't understand. Like we would call each other and just be like, cause we both started a business last year at the same time. And we would call each other and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know. And it's so hard. It, it is like, I don't know. Like, I haven't had a child or anything, but starting a business and having to deal with the red tape and like trying to figure out what to do. And you know, you're like not going to make any, oh my gosh, it's just the biggest hot mess of the world. And you have to wait on this little red tape and there's not a guide. There's no fucking guide that tells you that you have to do X, Y, and Z. And these are the things you need to do. And like, it's just like, what is going on? And you're just confused and you're like, am I making the right decisions? And I just was a puddle back then. I was a puddle of a mess. And to see where I am now and see what I've manifested for myself, like this is exactly where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing and the life I wanted to be living. And it it's it still blows my mind every day that I made this happen for myself and I made it happen without, well, let's say I had a lot of support um, distance wise, but I didn't have anyone here. Like I was navigating this by myself. I'm in a different state that I've never lived in. And I just want to say that I'm so incredibly proud of myself for that. And I want to give myself flowers for that fucking shit because that was, that pushed me and allowed me to trust in myself so much more than I ever have. I want to be very clear about my idea of manifesting and living a dream from last year to now. Do I think that everything about my life is perfect? No. Do I have everything that I would have put on a dream board? No. But the version that came from me putting my energy into 
what I can control and putting my energy into the positivity of the moment in my life and what I wanted to have come from it. I think it was just having an overwhelming belief in myself and learning that no one was going to come and save me. No one was going to come and make my life a lot easier and fix things for me. And I think that is something that I'll always hang on to because it it was my first chance to really show myself what I was made of and to be sitting here today recording this podcast after last year I didn't have a podcast at this time. I had the thought, I had the dream, I had the the want to be doing it, but I was too scared of the action and transitioning into this new phase of myself. I want to fully embrace my action. I want to fully embrace all the goodness that is meant for me. I want to fully embrace life and I want to fully embrace the idea that I have zero control of what is going to happen for myself. And I think with time I've learned that I have no say in what happens. I have hope. I have wishes. I have dreams, but I want to surrender them to the moment and surrender them to what is best for me. And I think surrendering is one of the hardest things that we have and that we are tasked with doing because control is so easy. Control is something you want to embrace. Surrender versus control, I feel like it's a really tricky topic because you want to surrender your control of the outcome, but I think it's important to know that you have the power to control your day-to-day action and how you look at your life. Like, I can't change anything about what's going on in my day-to-day life if I don't have purposeful action and making sure I take one step at a time. Yes, I would love for my goal to be something bigger and I would love to magically bring people, places, things that I want into my life. But if I have that as an end game, my action day-to-day should embody the person that I want to be going to that. That is why I do the things like walking and I record this podcast. This podcast is an embodiment of me having day-to-day action. I have such big dreams and big goals for this podcast and I would love for them to come true, but I can't try to control what's best for it. I can't make people download it a million times. I can't do these things. I just have to control what I can control. And that is me showing up every day. That is me taking care of my body and going to my workouts. That is me doing my self-care. That is me taking care of my mental health. That is me communicating with my friends and my loved ones and showing up as love every day for myself and for others. I was listening to something the other day. And 
it really sat with me. It was an Ed Milet podcast, which freaking love Ed Milet. And I honestly, I don't know if I talked about this on the last episode. And if I did, I'm really sorry because it fits into this one as well. So here goes nothing. Um, Ed Milet had on this woman who, amazing. It was such an amazing conversation. Loved it. But one of the things that they really talked about was how if you want to have love in your life, let's say you want to have a successful relationship and you want to be loving and caring and but when you get home at the end of the day, how are you going to be this loving, caring person and embody that energy if throughout your day you're yelling at the person who is giving you your coffee because they took too long or you were honking in traffic because people were pissing you off and you have all these anger-like activities or negative activities and mindsets throughout your day, how are you going to switch on a or flip a switch and be this loving, caring, embracing person for your partner if you didn't embody that throughout your day. And I think that's a really important reminder for a lot of people that you can't change who you are in the flip of a switch. It takes action. It takes consistency. It takes believing in what you're doing and believing it has an impact in your life. And I do believe by showing people love in my day-to-day life, I'm attracting more of that. I do believe giving myself consistency in my workouts allows me to show up for myself and show up for others and prove to myself that I can do hard things. Like forever a soul cycle ranter, forever. But this morning in my class, which I'm recording this after I recorded the first part, and you're welcome. You get an update. I ended up going to my 7 a.m. class. I Ubered there, and then I walked home. And it was such a beautiful experience because the teacher, he's a master soul cycle instructor. I love him. His energy is elite love. Um, I always do like chef's kiss, like you guys can see me. Chef's kiss, love. Um, and during the class, they really reiterate the topic or the idea that being able to push yourself a little harder in this class shows you that you are able to do hard things. You're able to push yourself. So by me stepping into that room and they make you unplug, no phones, no nothing, you're very present with yourself and you only have your mind and your thoughts and you have this person who's trying to get you to push a little harder. And every class for me is almost equally as challenging. Like I really expect someday for it to be like, oh yeah, just a easy class. But then I'm not pushing myself hard enough. I'm not cranking it up hard enough. I'm not showing myself that I can do hard things every day if I just get to a certain point and then I think I can coast. And I think that's what a lot of people do in life. You think you get to a certain point, you get the degree, you get the car, you get the job, and then you can just coast. And that doesn't inspire growth in your life. And I think if you're alive, you're growing, whether you're growing in a positive 
purposeful way or you're growing in a way that you're subjecting yourself to your surroundings and you're doing what everyone else is doing. And I think we all have the choice to make where we can want things for ourselves, but we have to have that controlled action. So surrender the outcome, but be so present and purposeful in the moment that there is nothing else but positivity coming into your life. And that's a, I think that's, that's really a personal choice that we all make. Like you can choose to see things as roadblocks, as problems, as, oh, this always happens to me. I can't get out of this cycle. Or you can look at the positivity of it and embrace what is to come and know that like everything's happening in its divine, beautiful timing for you. And you're controlling what you can and letting the rest just fucking flow. And Mel Robbins had this video, which was sent to me by one of my friends and love Mel Robbins, listen to her podcast. I actually haven't listened to her podcast, but I've read a lot of her books. And like last year I was reading High Five Habit and um, The Five Second Rule, which amazing books, buy them, read them, embody the messages in them. And she was saying she likes this new principle of let them. If people are showing up in your life or things are happening in your life in a certain way, let it happen. It's showing you more about either who that person is or what the circumstance in front of you is. Let it happen. Let it flow. And then you have the choice of how you respond. Stop trying to control another person's action, control another person's way of being, and let people just be, let things just be, and respond in the way that you need to respond in the way that works best for you and respond in a way that inspires you to live a better life for yourself. And I think sometimes it can be hard because you get caught up on, oh, I really wanted this to happen. I really was hoping I'm devastated and it's okay to be devastated. It's okay to cry about it. It's okay to mourn the loss of something that you really wanted to happen. But I think if you just let those things happen, the possibility of what is to come, if you stay the course, if you keep trying, if you keep working at whatever you want or whatever you're trying to bring into your life, I think it will come to you in such a beautiful way that all the hurt, all the crying, all the worrying, all the bullshit that surrounded you will have been so worth it for this moment. I feel like we definitely went so many freaking places with this episode today. Like I was not expecting any of this. I was expecting some of it, but like I'm always so pleasantly surprised when different things come out and I get to really express what's on my mind, what's on my heart and get the opportunity to share with you all. And I'm so grateful, as always, for your presence with me during this episode. I hope you so enjoyed it. And please remember to share, subscribe, whatever you're doing. Let people know the podcast exists because it can't be seen by others. If you're enjoying it, 
it can't be seen by others just by you watching it. You have to share, you have to support. And I don't usually ask for a support or a share or a review, but I'd like to put that out there into the universe today and just express my immense gratitude for whatever you give and whatever you offer. And I can't wait to see you guys next week and chat it up some more. Love you. Bye.